Hey guys, this is Keeping a Major Podcast, ran by six young adults who are all trying to figure out their way through life while laughing through the pains of adulting. And with that, we'll start with the show. Fresh out the box. Stop. Look and watch. Ready yet? Get set. It's all that. Water. Keeping a major podcast today, we have our host and hostess. What's up, Cece? Hey, what's up, Robin? <laughs> what's good? What's up, Swabio? You and looky, looky, here go Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, we've we been missing a little bit, you know, you've you been a ghost. Yeah, yeah, it's been busy Saturdays, busy Saturdays. Okay, yeah, excuses. Um. <laughs> On to better news. What's up with the petty news? Give me a P. Give me a E. Give me a T. T. Y. I'm petty all the time. Give me a P. Give me a E. Give me a T. T. Y. I'm petty all the time. So, start off, we got some black excellence. Jay Z has been officially named a billionaire, which is awesome. And basically through his music, title, Rockaware, and pretty sure other investments, he has officially reached that billionaire status, self-made, true self-made billionaire. How do you guys feel about this? Incredible. That man's doing it. They are doing it. I thought they were already a billionaire. I guess Mm -hmm. Does him per se became a billionaire, not him and Beyonce together? Nope, solo. Solo. Beyonce is not a billionaire. She's about 400 million. Together, they are billionaires, but separate. Yeah. He's a billionaire. Which is- he started at 25, 26. So. Hey, I like the black accent. The melanin popping all over. True self-made. He didn't have no hand It's crazy like, how everybody thought he started at 25 or 26. He was actually starting around like 17, 16. He well, wasn't. On legal money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, legal. Yeah. We, we start from legal, you know. Legal money. <laughs> when, when that taxes started. Exactly. <laughs> I don't want to talk about that taxable money. <laughs> taxable money. Say, I'll say this: the first drug dealer slash rapper to be a billionaire. Well, I don't know. He's the first uh, rapper, too. Yeah. First rapper slash. Oh, Kyle I'm pretty sure he's not the first drug dealer to become a billionaire. No, no. (laughs) (laughs) He was a drug dealer. We don't know if he still currently is. No, he's not. He left that a long time. That's why we want to say from 20. He started 25, 26. (laughs) So that gives everybody hope. You know, it's not too late. True, true, true. I mean, he's like 50 now. Yes. I think it's always good to see like black people prosper. And to like set new standards for us to kind of you know um, aspire to. What you mean he fifty? I'm still stuck in that part. Like that's how old he is. I didn't know that. You know that black ain't cracking no time soon. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> he might be like I can double check, but he's like pushing fifty. But Beyonce is in her mid, close to late thirties. Yeah, that's a big age gap. Yeah, it was. <laughs> he rocked the. Cr- he's forty nine. Beyonce is thirty seven. It's not that big. But when they started dating, it was... Well, yeah, because... But know. now, you know, evened out now. I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, playing that pretty Ricky. Age ain't nothing but a number. <laughs> Yo, if I can predict the future, my husband become a billionaire. Shoot. Hey, you never know. You gotta, you gotta stick it out. You gotta Ooh. stick it out. <laughs> hey, put it in the universe. Speak it into existence. You're right. 
So how many of y'all have been watching? Well, I know the championship already aired, but how many of y'all have been like watching the series against the Warriors and Raptors? Incredible series. Incredible. That oh my god, that was an incredible series. The best series I ever saw in my life was this. This was dope. Oh my gosh. But you know, Drake fake. I'm calling him out. Drake is fake. Why? I saw, I saw all his videos like when uh what's his name? Um Clay Thompson got hurt. He started laughing. I was like, Wow. And then he was like, Oh man, he got hurt. Get an Oscar to him. Well, he is an actor, so. Yeah, that, that was. <laughs> <laughs> so, how do you guys feel about when um Katie had his injury? How the Raptors fans were like, boo, like it's cheering and everything. Oh man, that's that's just that's why they lost that game. That was common. That was BS right there. Oh my god. I watched basketball, so I already don't have a comment on that. No. A player on the opposing team got injured, and the crowd is cheering. Do you feel okay. like the players on the um? Raptors should have said something, spoke out about the fans' attitude. I heard, I heard about that. Um, I think they should. And I saw that the league, you know, put something out to it, too, about mm-hmm. it, um, saying that that's not what they stand for and stuff like that, which is true. Like, some people, this just be out of hand. It really is out of hand because nobody wants to get cheered about when somebody's injury was almost career-ending, actually. That could be his career-ending uh, mm-hmm. injury. And you're cheering about that? That was crazy. So that was really uncalled for. And now if somebody, like, they need to bring that up into, like, the, uh, I guess, that league meeting or whatever. If, if the crowd is cheering about somebody's injury that was so bad, man, that everybody, just pay a fine. How about that? Everybody pays a fine. It's going to be kind of hard to enforce that. Yeah, these radical fans, man. I think the, the worst display of sportsmanship is when you watching these children games. <laughs> like, <laughs> like games, man. People get crazy over injuries or be like, what? Or like get a foul called on them. People go crazy, start doing jumping jacks and everything. <laughs> Let's talk about, um, I, I don't know who was playing. I forgot who was playing. I think it was Gold, uh, Golden State or somebody else, where the guy, he ran into the... Um, into the seats and one of them. Oh, yeah, that was the Raptors, too. That was the Raptors, okay. Yeah, that was crazy. Like, why would you even... Yeah, yeah. didn't even fall onto you. Exactly, like... (laughs) They fall on was all right, you know, and what they failed to realize, it said it on the ticket. If you were on the flow seats, Mm -hmm. this is bound to happen. So, you know, they gave you that disclaimer that, you know, shit happens with the ball going to the the audience and all that, Mm -hmm. whatever. He didn't even fall on you. You reached over. You you took uh, took it upon yourself to reach over to go touch this man and push him to cuss him out for what? Mm-hmm. And the only the only reprimand he got was uh, one year ban from the uh, from the game. Yeah, he's like a minority owner, so you know he got money. Yeah, yeah. So he's gonna be in the probably some box, low key. This man had to pay a hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, I'm changed to him. Right, that, that ain't nothing. Now I want your pockets hit hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you lucky old boy and swing back on him. So talking about going hard, also during the series, Beyonce and Jay Z were spotted on courtside, and um, 
if I'm not mistaken, was it the owner's wife was speaking yeah. to Jay-Z and Beyonce? And I guess she was leaning a little bit over Beyonce a little bit too much. And the beehive took offense to that. That was I had to keep the shit, though. Beyonce did it readjusted that shoulder blade. Yeah, well, she did because the lady was all up on her lap. <laughs> but, you know, Beyonce gave that like, man, if you could back up. Beyonce kind of gave a look. She gave the beehive okay to do that. That's what that right. was. Exactly. That's what that's 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 <laughs> oh, they, they got her. Like had to come out with like a press release statement. <laughs> but she was, she was only, she was only asking Jay Z uh, and Beyonce, do they want to drink or anything? And she also wrote, you know, leaned over again and talk about the flower somebody gave. It's loud in there, so you can't actually hear yourself. So of course she had to lean a little bit, and then Beyonce was like. Well, some people feel like she could ask Beyonce, you know, hey, tell her without having to leave her her lab. Like, hey, what you guys want to drink? <laughs> hey. I felt bad for that lady, though. They did go a little too hard. Yeah, they went hard. I don't agree with that. They... If you ever, oh, my God. A couple of bees in the comments, okay, but sending death threats. Oh. And... So, yeah, oh, so a million is a couple? Yeah, a couple million. <laughs> they eventually fade off. <laughs> <you know? laughs> But I don't agree with like the death threats and telling her to choke on something and kill herself. Like, yeah, yeah, that, was, yeah. that was a little bit too much. That was, that was too much. That was crazy. So, what else? Okay, Cassie is pregnant. Congratulations. Yes. You know, she left that toxic relationship with Diddy. Yeah, glowing. Okay, and wasting no time to pop up. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Diddy did congratulate her, and he did. he did. He did. It was a little petty. The tone was petty, you know. <laughs> I don't feel like it was sincere. sincere. She it was kind of like, "I see you." <laughs> oh, <laughs> congrats! Because he could have definitely texted that to her. <laughs> and I oop. And I. <laughs> <laughs> guess what? Cassie's like, it's above her now, you know. Yeah, it's above me now. <laughs> <laughs> Also with that, y'all know Cuban Gooding Jr. has been arrested allegedly for groping women in a New York City bar. How y'all feel about that? Okay, how many times have he done this? (laughs) It don't matter. Uh, Too old. (laughs) You're right, it don't matter, but you were saying groping women. I don't think that was true. No, this video is surveillance. Um, They got that, at least. He did it. Clearly. Oh, he did it. He guilty. Oh, he groped me. Well, it's a video, yeah. And I didn't like it. You liked it. He is a rich, successful man. He knows better. Exactly. You like it. They'd be like, yeah, but you did it before. You like it. That don't make it right. They might have caught her smiling. You don't know. Like, ooh, she, she could have been tips and realized the next day I didn't like that. Years, years, years. No. See, people be trying to get that quick trip to frame. 
settlement. It's not my, it's not, it's not not her fault. He got caught slipping on camera. <laughs> Do y'all think he should sit and um, go to jail for that? Like, do y'all think? No, 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 no. That's a little extreme. No. I mean, mm-hmm. risk, yeah. May he probably pay her out of court. Yeah, he definitely have to pay a settlement, but... but as far as jail time, yeah. no. Does he already look old and crazy? Like, because no... he is old. <laughs> <laughs> like even the picture they had on um the shade room, like you see all the wrinkles in the face, like it's just. And that was probably from five years ago. <laughs> oh my god but it's like an old picture though I don't think that's your reason uh, it's not I want to see the mugshot oh. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of recent so y'all saw also Chris Brown got caught Ooh. comments underneath Karuche's picture well, multiple comments but isn't his new girlfriend pregnant or is she not Supposedly, right? Yeah. Hey, breezy committee, what's good? You you should know this information. Yeah, Renee, you've been quiet. We need exactly words. <laughs> I mean, I mean, at this point, y'all y'all figure out what y'all want to figure out. I mean, as of now, it is official from the uh, team breezy committee of Jacksonville. <clears throat> the girlfriend is not pregnant. Okay. His okay. system was hacked because, think about it, let's be logistic. Okay, we thinking. Why would you sit there and go underneath your ex's page when you got a whole girlfriend and and you're too busy, you're too busy doing this music? It's always a point in time where somebody is rising up. There's always one little shady moment that just reappears and messes up and everybody foreshadows and doesn't even think about what this man is doing right now. So as of now... The world needs to figure out well, or just need to watch him with his music videos that he's putting out, not just a little pettiness. We know, I know, Chris Brown didn't do it. Well, Chris Brown is happy. That's all we have to say. I don't care about your reviews. So, so, you know, later on the episode, I will be giving Chris Brown his praises. But right now, you talking about why wouldn't he go under an ex-girlfriend's page? Well, we go back a couple of years ago. Wasn't he at a basketball game with Rihanna while he was with Karuchi? So the, the, it's no, not out see, ordinary. That's your, that's your problem. It's see, not out of ordinary for him to be disrespectful. That's your problem. <laughs> that's your problem. So at that time, yes, he was, he, he was a slut bag. He okay. was going out with two girls at the same time because he could not understand that he could not just love only one person. Okay. So for that, that was a messy situation because he wasn't completely over Rihanna. Okay. When he went with Karuchi. So you think he was completely over Karuchi when he went with this new chick? They, yes. No. Yes. Karuchi's mm-hmm. mm-hmm. in a whole other relationship. Like, okay. You that like Chris Brown care about that? Was he yelling out Karuchi's name in songs? Okay, that was a past album. That was royalty. You remember so he's talking he about been... past actions leading up to current no, actions. No. No. No, because at least if you're going to throw out facts, you're going to throw out facts on the same timeline. You're not going to skip. Well, he's skipping. This is not the first time his own has comment under Karuchi stuff. My thing is, you don't you don't ever give nobody just a thought of, you know what? Maybe he didn't do it. Why would that doesn't make sense? Why would he do it? Because if he has he's on time, he has behaved in this way previously. So it wasn't <laughs> a surprise. Mm. When? When this girl's got a full relationship, if he would have did like something, Chris Brown cares about that. Hold on, hold on. If he was, if 
if he was going to do something petty as of go underneath somebody's comments, he would have been did that when they first started. Like he did with Quavo. Mm, okay. Right? But yeah. We probably can go back because he had made comments about them in the Shade Room comments. So this is not the first time he has made comments. Pull up that example. I want it. Oh, I want can. that. All right, we can. That receipt. When he actually went up underneath Karuchi's uh, man's page, pull that up. I want to see that. Like, this is a I don't new have... behavior. And it sounds like Chris Brown, because Chris Brown is no, petty. Black area of Chris Brown. We don't have that. But they did say he was drinking. So, you know. And, uh, you know, most celebrities oh, don't oh, who said? Who said that? What, what, how was that stated? Who said that? Did that come out of his mouth? Was it out of his team? Who said that? You're putting it out there. Who said that? Fact check. What's up? Well, who he fact checking saying he was hacked? No, no, see, no, see, he waited a whole 24 hours. CC, before you check us, you need to get that fact. Uh, you, Robin, uh, uh-uh, you still haven't found that fact. Robin, get it together. Just have this. Just can you just have his back for one second? Oh, I know y'all don't like the music segment. I will have him back. But until then, I love the like he cool. Like you know, I love his music or whatever. That's that's fine. But if, 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 if I mean, he's still in love with his ex, he's still in love with his ex. It's okay. Sometimes How do you know that? Do you talk to him? Did you have meetings? I don't understand. I mean, you thought- hey, uh, the comments, comments were very, the comments were very uh, noticeable that he still cared. See, see, did you find your evidence? Bro, it happened like last year. Right. Can you give me evidence of him being hacked? Let yes. me see the document. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not gonna go with this. Let's go on to other bigger, better news. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got the. <laughs> <laughs> um, and just to go back, um, March twenty first, twenty fifth, two thousand eighteen. It was posted. On Saturday, the Shane Room posted an Instagram of Cruz and Tran arriving at a hotspot, hot Delilah, in West Hollywood. Therefore, there was a plethora of comments about the new couple from fans, and one of the commenters just happened to be Brown himself. Mm-hmm. The music made comment, they look really good together. He also posted and left a comment of the praying hand emojis. So back to what we were saying, he has no, made no, 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 let's, no, no. Is that negative, though? No. Is that well, negative, though? No. But he has made comments. It wasn't. He didn't mean no. it. He was being petty. Mm-hmm. No, my question was, did he say something negative underneath Karuchi's man or Karuchi's page? No. But it was he directed said, towards you. He was probably blocked. Cece, that makes some sense if your argument is about something negative when you're throwing back. Said it's the action. <laughs> She's in a whole new relationship. Do you see him, um, Karuchi, comment underneath the other girl page? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I rest my case. Next yeah. up, Baby Fat is back. You know, is now being at Forever 21. Anybody copping? Baby Fat, C I T I. Oh, you copped something? No, no, no. I'm going to. I probably will. I got to see what, what, they got, what they got going on. Fat Farm up next. Uh, Darion, <laughs> what y'all going to be wearing? <laughs> <laughs> baby Fat across the booty. Baby Fat. Alpha <laughs> bottom jeans. I don't think she came out with no jeans. It was like tops. And biker shorts. <laughs> we'll see how. And they got the biker shorts. I might call some of them though, for real. Yeah, they have the biker shorts. So if Forever Twenty One bring back South Pole, you about to purchase that? Oh or... no, no. 
No. What about Kooji? What about Kooji now? Y'all have some Kooji low key is vintage. I don't want to. I don't want no for twenty one collaboration with Kooji. Yeah. Kooji and, and Feli are, are vintage, so yeah, of course it's gonna they're gonna be cops. But I mean, I like I say, I gotta see what the style is that they come out with. Some things you just can't wear out in public. Like what? <laughs> It should be crazy. Like some some stuff that they have are like just for parties, like the bright ass neon things, so just for oh, like, yeah. like parties. Like I can't just wear that out. Did people look at me? Yeah, they got some like leopard bike shorts. I wouldn't catch me wearing outside. <laughs> With that thing that has Sean drawn on it, as long as in style or color or whatever, that's. I don't know if I'm rocking Sean John. I get down with Sean John. Sean John got like, you know, it's got like a little taste to it. It got an appeal. It got an appeal to it. You see what Kwan right? You see what Kwan got on, right? The dog on kiss shirt and the dog on headband. Just bright ass headband. <laughs> but I mean, if it's your style, then yeah, sure. I mean Yeah, like the baby fat stuff is cute. Well, they got, the, of course, the simple shirts with, like, the logo on it. And then they got, like, some, like, see-through, like, crop sheer shirt. Like, it's Forever 21, baby fat. Like, what you, ex- like, kind of expect? Nah, I got a question. Wearing fat farms. Yeah, I got a question real quick. How do y'all feel about men wearing crop tops? <laughs> mm. Um, mm. listen, that's what I got to say about it, right? Yeah. Wait, What's before you go out? in, Robin, before you go in, keep in mind, back in the 90s, Will Smith was rocking on crop top. Go ahead, go ahead. Nothing that's coming out has never been out before. Mm-hmm. It's been out before. Everything's just getting recycled. Mm-hmm. Men have worn crop tops. I have a picture of my daddy wearing a crop top when he was younger. Like, mm-hmm. it ain't nothing new. So when they be like, oh, all this right here is feminine stuff. Y'all trying to, like, sissify us and this and that, whatever. No, no. Back in the day, if you pull up old pictures of your parents or grandparents, they were wearing the same stuff. Men were wearing bell bottoms. The fly- okay, earth, wind, and fire. They were wearing right. high heels. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? All those stuff was in. And guys were wearing them. And it didn't, it didn't um, feminize their masculinity. Mm-hmm. All that shit actually enheightened it back in the day. In the 80s, like, that what brought their masculinity out. Women was, shit was fly when they had their chest out. You know, little <laughs> hairs poking out. <laughs> And they silk tops, you know what I'm saying? So the crop top, they was wearing the high men wearing high-waisted dreams with crop tops too. Shit, I nothing that's Robin. Now, in, 2000, in 2019, if your man popped up for crop top, <laughs> like understand the history popped up of a guy in a club came up to you with them high-waisted pants. <laughs> Don't try to dance around the question. <laughs> I ain't saying that it flows my boat. <laughs> he says fine for, for men with crop tops. If it fits his personality, then yeah. I mean, it is what it is. But I don't want no nigga just wearing it because they feel that like it's in style. And that shit don't go with you, nigga. You, you got like... <laughs> you got the body like, type. His arms and then the side one wear a crop shot with your nipple showing like, dude, take that shit off. <laughs> <laughs> <No. laughs> 
Yo, I'm sorry, no flex, but if you coming out here some crop top and some baggy jeans, it ain't gonna fly, bro. <laughs> it ain't gonna fly, bro. Oh, don't okay. let the crop top sit down, think about it again, reset. <laughs> Just do a reset. I'm trying to figure out. You gotta have the body type for it and like the confidence. Yes, like I couldn't see someone like J. Cole rocking no crop top. No. Now, a little Uzi, a little Young Thug. I can see them rocking a crop top if they haven't already. Oh, I, can see, I can see Big Sean wearing a crop top slick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Big Sean? I can see Big Sean because he got that body type. <laughs> huh? Big Dick, Big Sean? Just, just Big Sean. <laughs> Everybody thought he was he's straight or whatever. I'm like, nah. If you got the body type, I was all for the rompers. He's if so you had a body for it, I was for the rompers. Man, no, he's the rompers. Some of them guy rompers were not. I was like, they weren't wearing no dicky rompers back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. You don't need to be tight. It could be like a loose fitting with a little unbuttoned shirt. That's yeah, that's cute. That is true though. The, the overall, the jumpers, yeah, yeah they both- like the construction worker type, maintenance. Yeah, if it got, you know, it can't can be tight and it got a nice little flow to it. But usually those were for work. Yeah, oh, but you get a little they, nice. They was coming you know? in, in classrooms looking like they was getting ready for a nine to five. <laughs> <laughs> with their Tim's on. <laughs> <laughs> right, with the Tim's on. With the shacks. <laughs> <laughs> Not the shacks. Renee, how would you feel if your man came in a crop top? Find it. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Come back to us. Come on. Mm. Mm. What is that? Oh, wow. <laughs> What's this? An onomatopoeia? What is it? <laughs> <laughs> somebody translate? That's what she you means. What o'clock uh, afternoon, right? Why are your room so dark? Nigga, you, you a vampire? You don't like light? Currently woke up. Oh. My blinds are closed. That's clear. Uh, I gotta get my day started in a few minutes. Wow. I just wanted to know. But I'm trying to see if uh, my girlfriend... Cece said, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so, moving on to the next segment. Let's get into this music segment. Ooh, so Chris Brown dropped the new song off his upcoming album, and this one was one of the highly anticipated songs, I mean, collaborations. Chris Brown and Drake, no guidance. What are your thoughts? Uh, it's a dope song, but Drake's still fake. Okay. I haven't listened to it yet. I'm sorry. What? I've been a little closed off. Unacceptable. Suavio? Yes, the influence of the song is greatly, like, it's, like, attacking social media worldwide. Like, Chris Brown has reposted a bunch of people already creating dance videos to it. I won't be surprised if he make, like, an official challenge to it if there's not already an official challenge to it. Um, even um even down goes Frazier, one of the social media influencers, comedians, he did something where he was like dancing in like in on top of like a um a steam hole in the city. <laughs> it was so funny. Um the song is the song is doing numbers and I won't be surprised if it hit like a number one real soon. Like they sampled, I don't know what song they sampled, but you can tell it's a sample from an old song. Mm-hmm. It's um it's really good. I like it. It's a vibe. It's definitely a vibe. Renee, what you you think? I mean, it's always going to be a bop to me. Well, I give this song a 10 out of 10. It's been on repeat 
Mm. Like I really like if the whole album is giving me this type of vibe, I'll listen to all 102 songs. Like but, I love this song. <laughs> I agree though. To be honest with you though, like I feel like we need more R&B albums. Like I feel like for the past years, it's been like a lot of rap albums. It's been a lot of pop albums, but it hasn't mm-hmm. been a lot of R&B albums. So yeah, it's like I love making music back. Yeah, like if I can have a, a good R&B album drop soon for the next couple of years to come. That'd be really good. Yeah, and, I mean, but let's be like but let's be honest though. R and B is low key kind of dead. Unless y'all gonna get some of y'all people, some of y'all favorite artists to drop an album. Honestly, right now you're not gonna get an R and B, a full R and B. You're gonna get R and B slash pop. Let's be honest. I mean, I'm still working on stuff. She got that new song since her and um, uh, old boy broke up. <clears throat> Shannon Who? broke. Up. Um, Monica. Oh, Monica. I think mm-hmm. it was like commitment or no commitment or something like that. Oh, yeah, Monica, old ass. Oh. <sighs> Gut punch. <laughs> I mean, it's cute, no? Big ass, little baby, but oh, yes. Um, let's go back. Uh, backpedal. It's not Chris Brown's song, but Danny Lee featuring Chris Brown, Easy Remix. I like it. Like I am literally that is on repeat all day. Is that Have you seen the video on his Instagram that he been dancing with? Yeah, that's the okay. girl. Danny Lee, I need, I need to look that song up. I haven't heard it yet. Me too. I seen that clip when they was dancing. It's mm-hmm. really cute. Like at first, I was, I, I low key was judging it because I was like, oh my god, this is typical. Uh, I'm not gonna like it. Okay, I, I guess it's her voice that annoys me, but her music is good. I guess. <laughs> but big ups though. She, she held her peace. She held her peace. Even though Robert said he wasn't going to do that, Tamar Braxton did drop Pick Me Up. Wait, when did she drop that, though? Mm, recently. I just saw, I heard of it because of this choreographer, J.R. Taylor. He did a um, class in L.A., and he posted it on Instagram. Yeah. Let me look that up, because I need to. Tamar Braxton picked me up. It's, it's a little it's a little, little bop riding the car with the windows down. I like Tamar's music. I'm doing that now. Give me some more. Give me some more, you know. <laughs> well, it's like speaking of R&B, I think Fantasia is dropping an album. If you want to, she's more so though. R&B. Damn, I thought she retired. Her old no, ass still thinking too. Fantasia into no retirement. Whoa, I thought she was just doing like little throwback tours. Good lord. Oh, Fantasia needed a break from her person. Her personal life a little bumpy, but no. Fantasia. Past twenty four years. Also, there's rumors that Carrie Hilson is working on music too. Who? Uh-uh, uh-uh. Now that old horse need to lay down. She don't need to come back no more. Oh. oh <laughs> I would like to hold to make some little bit more music. Yo, that's not act like. Who? It was a while since she dropped. What was that? Song? Right. What was it? Last song was turning me on and Pretty Girls Rock. No, but she has some good. On her last album, she has some hits. Yeah, she had some hits, but you got to think about it though. She was too busy in her relationship at that time. So she low-key put it on the backside. So that's actually her fault. And, and then the fact that she was trying to climb back in. I mean, well, I, I give her... This one was before her relationship with Serge Ibaka. I don't think so. Because she was with him for a while. No, this one, I'm talking about No Boys Allowed. I don't yeah. think that... Yeah, no, wasn't her last that... album was um, Miss Carrie. Mm. Really? I'm at it now. Yeah. So I'm talking about... The... I didn't know she had more than one. But yeah, like I said though, big us to her for giving the courage to coming back in. But lady, sit down. Oh yeah, cause she had that one night stand song, Chris Brown. That was yeah, that was that was a bop. 
So what else happened? Oh, Drake did drop two new songs last night or this morning. Okay, yeah, because I was going to say he was supposed to been dropped that. He dropped it this morning. And they both, I like them. I haven't even listened to them yet. I need to listen, though. I like the one with Rick Ross. So, you know, of course, he dropped it, you know, for the championship in Toronto. Man, look, that was, that was crazy. He was like, two new songs dropping. I got other things about to drop. And I'm like, because of a championship? I mean, congratulations on the championship, your part ownership and all that. But boy, you didn't do no, you didn't do no work. Yeah, but he's from Toronto. You know, he's like the face of Toronto. Championship rings. Talk about the face of Toronto. Yeah, he is the face of Toronto. Damn, so we just going to exile Justin Bieber? Who? I was going to say Justin. We're going to exile Justin Bieber? Justin Bieber ain't getting Gucci Man in Toronto, in Canada. So... Uh, Drake is the face of Canada, basically the whole country. I thought he'd been the face of Canada, like uh, yeah, Justin Bieber. Like Justin Bieber. Oh. Like no offense, like I rock with Bieber, like he be having the hits, but Drake is the face. Uh, no, why you be hating on Drake? Oh, since that game, that's it. Uh, <laughs> it's like true. If my if shoes like Carolina Panthers win, I'll be on the sideline bandwagon too. Shoot. <laughs> I was look. I was surprised. I was happy about the whole series, about the whole game, and everything. But Drake, man, was doing the most. But that's Drake. Drake it's... was really. I mean, he was doing it for Toronto because Toronto never had. Well, Canada period never had a championship. So congratulations on that. They have a look. They have a freaking summer tour for the uh, Toronto Raptors tour. Yeah, it's big. It's crazy. Man. I'm gonna go to Toronto now. Wait, back to the music. What you say? Is it back to the music? Do y'all listen to Ari Lennox? Yes. Her album, Shea Butter, is definitely doing is doing numbers. And um that song, um, Break Me Off is like on repeat for me. BMO, and he check that out. I seen her sing live, mm-hmm. and she sound. At first, I thought she was lip syncing, but no, that was her voice. Like she sounds just like her album. Like, oh, mm-hmm. uh, I love her music. So that's another like I don't know. You consider her R and B like neat? What's what kind of neo neo soul? Yeah. Um, she kind of in the to me same realm as like uh, Marsha Ambrose and uh, oh, like yeah. when three was in stuff like that. Um. <clears throat> Jill Scott a little bit. Mm. Okay, I'll, I'll take that. Yeah, but I Luke, love her. Vibe. But I do a Neo Soul too. Who? Erica Badu. Yeah, I feel like she's a vintage. She's like the godmother. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> of like Neo Soul, but I love Ari. And I'm happy that she's on J. Cole's team. I feel like they mesh well. Yeah. Like, I hope she. No Guidance remix slash. Oh yeah, she did release um a uh, no guy. I feel like it was a little premature, you know. The song is hot right now. I feel like her quality of it was kind of MacBook recording. <laughs> like it's not a bad like I like Tanache, you know, she's definitely an underdog. But whew, the maybe cuz she released it on like Instagram TV kind of. 
No, that thing was trash. It It was was, not The quality was trash. (laughs) No, 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 no. Her personality and her career is trash. Oh, that's not cute. That's not cute. She just needs the right team around her. She does. And I mean, I understand you trying to get you trying to get some recognition somewhere because I don't even know, baby. I don't know if you in a cardboard box somewhere. I don't know. But you just need to start all over. Just give it up and come back later. Much later, like like 20 years later. One song to put her. Ain't no one song. She need to do a whole 180. Because she can sing. She can dance. Yeah, but my thing is her image and the way the world, the music industry is perceiving her now, honestly, it's like we don't know what you are. You're just yeah. here. So it's like you need to make a name, get a good hit, and not just with the most popular person out there. Like, Because you see how she tried with Chris Brown. I mean, that kind of had to jump in, but you went back down to the deep, dark black hole that she was currently living in. A lot of so, people rock off her mixtapes more than like her actual albums. Yeah. And see, I don't get that. Why is artists mixtape better than the albums that they give people? Because the mixtape is what they want to do as versus yeah. the albums what the record label wants to do. Yeah. Well, yeah, I need to get it together. Other than that, I could care less for Tanasha. Mm. The era got a new haircut and she dropped mm. Disappointing. Song set. How y'all feel about that? Because she's getting a lot of backlash. Saying they not feeling the cut, first of all. Second of all, they not feeling the song. They just talk about the whole album. They want the whole OT era back. So how y'all feeling about that? Basically what you said. I want the OT Jerry era back. To go back to Jazzy Faye, get Missy Elliott. This techno Michael Jackson is voice. <laughs> I want the goodie Sierra back. I want... The like a boy Sierra. Like. I want the one two step Sierra. Yeah. They like, get up Sierra. Her, currently in her life though, right now, especially with her being a mother too. Is, is that an excuse? I mean, because Beyonce, Beyonce, not making no songs type of songs either though. But Beyonce makes hits though. Yeah. I do, but she's on that. She if you look at like. Where Beyonce is right now, especially after having her children, that sound changed. Like she's not Beyonce's not going to drop an album like her. Um, what was it Dangerously in Love? No, she's in a different space. Yeah, so she I'll... will give you a Dangerous in Love type. If you're looking at the what's it Lemonade album, yeah. Beyonce t- um, title, she give you Love Drought. Yeah, like, Love Drought. Song, is, it won't be like, like a, a full yeah. album, but it will have elements in it. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't think Sierra's gonna ever go back to that old her. Even when she did like that level up and when she did um Freak Me, she did um Dose. Like it is it looks like it's not that's not the path she wants to take anymore. Like she's kind of forcing it. Because you know that's to her fan base, that's where her where her foundation is. But so then she need to force her ass to sit down. Think about what she truly wants. She's trying to be global. She's trying to be that like around the world type. She's out. She's not looking for that southern roots anymore. Yeah, I don't think she's looking for that southern roots anymore exactly. But that's where everybody want her to go. Nobody want to hear her with these pop techno. Like, ugh. I like that greatest love song that she made. Mm. Though. Is that the one she's jumping on the bed? No, 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 no. Oh. The studio with the different outfits. You're the greatest love that I ever seen. No, boo. I've seen a video <laughs> with her wedding with Russell Williams. Well, I mean, Wilson in it and shit. Oh, yeah, I missed that train. 
Yeah, definitely missed it. Didn't even turn around. Mm. <laughs> so I guess the biggest thing was that's been on who has been trending. It has made Netflix history. Is when you see us on the Netflix miniseries um, based off the Central Park Five. Mm-hmm. So that was excellent. Like overall, ten out of ten. I feel like it's made history in Netflix for being like the most viewed ever since it's been released, which is amazing. Yeah, I'll beat Beyonce's documentary. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Beat out Beyonce's docu. Which is a good thing. Because, mm-hmm. you know, Beyonce's documentary is about Coachella performed. This is actually about lives being mm-hmm. ruined based off the power of the law. Yeah. So, so I about, about it like like a lot of people in the black community talk about how it's like really touching root to home and how it just it sheds light on on what's already known. You know what I'm saying? Just the, yeah. the injustice of, you know, black males in the in the judicial system. Like how do y'all feel about that? Well the the story has been, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, you know, the story been out. We yes, it has been out, but to put like faces and actual like a visual to it, mm-hmm. especially um seeing Corey Wise her his section of the docuseries uh-huh. is very it's yeah, it makes it surreal. Like to see what they went through, the process and it's just, you know, just putting a face to it. Because we always knew about it, but we never really, at least for me, I always knew about the case, but actually seeing a face to it, to actually see what, how they were treated, the injustice, seeing the cohorts, a confession, seeing that they were, how the detectives, interrogators were forcing them to basically admit it. You know, it's very, like, it's very touching. And I'm happy everyone is seeing it. I'm happy that the people involved with it is now facing the consequences so overall, I'm pleased. Well, growing up in New York was real tough around that time. Cause with my parents, they was like since that happened, of course I wasn't born yet. Turned the key with my parents to be strict, like telling us where to go, how to go, and everything. Like with my brother, um, with my brother David, he's the oldest of the family. When it hit around like 97, 98, mm-hmm. um, he was just starting to go to, uh, to middle school. So he was taking the city bus. And around that time, it was taking the city bus and those police officers still harassing kids. It was, it was bad. It was really bad. And, of course, I was in what, what grade I was in. I was only in... Uh, first grade, kindergarten, first grade, and um, I had a, me and my sister would just, use, we used to walk to school sometimes, or used to take the, like, the, you know, the little school bus, but trying to go to the store, we always had, like, to walk in packs, because those police officers, they could look at it, just a kid who's six years old and saying, oh, he looks like a suspect, let's go ahead and pick on him. Those police officers was uncalled for. They were just devils. They really were. Yeah. Like, I believe, was it Corey's story? Well, he was even a part, like, initially wasn't even being known as a suspect. He actually just went to, you know, the police station to be there for his friend. And Uh he ended up getting the most time, the hardest, 
punishment because he was um 16 and at the age of 16 is the age you can go to um because you're as adult and i yep. think also where because you could tell that he had some type of um little challenge yeah uh i think and they played on that mm, absolutely on that uh big time where he couldn't read or anything like that mm-hmm. oh that that broke me when he was in the courtroom oh yeah and he was in the courtroom sorry if this is spoiler by the way it's not a spoiler no 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 go ahead yeah i can talk about yeah, it <laughs> um yeah when the lady put the uh the statement in front of him and she asked him to read it that right there alone should have let the jury know should have mm-hmm. let the lawyers know oh this nigga can't even read how could he <laughs> i mean real, like, how could he sign something and yeah. he's, he's literally telling you i can't read that i don't even know what it says mm-hmm Exactly. And he's like, well, didn't you didn't you write this? No, he's no, I did not. I can't read it. I'm telling you, I can't read. Mm-hmm. Like, he played that part so he did. Well. Like I felt every part of that, and I'm like, oh my god, like, and y'all still convict this boy. Yep. And to, yeah. to this day, and to this day, oh my gosh, that lady. What, what's her name? Uh, the, the what's it? Not Ava DuVernay, but the other one. What's her name? The mom? No, not the mom. I'm talking about the lawyer. The prosecutor. Oh, Linda? Yeah. The prosecutor? Yeah, Linda. Oh, my gosh. Oh, they getting her out of here. Stay. Oh, yeah. She. Oh, they still did it. And, you know. Y'all oh, pro- yeah. Because no. think about it. When you believe a lie so long, of course, they're not going to ever want to admit we were wrong. Yeah. We, we, they, we didn't have the evidence to convict them, but we needed a conviction since it was like a high like a media press case. Of course she's going. She made so many millions off books and everything. She Don't. seriously believes that these boys did, even though they didn't. They, they're she pulling those. Still saying that he, oh, they still did it. Oh, they did it. And with Harvard, uh, the black students in Harvard, they got the other lady. Oh, Columbia. Oh, it was a Columbia. I'm sorry. They um got her to resign. Yeah, um, they got the, that's the other prosecutor, the prosecutor with the little afro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Elizabeth, that, yeah. So she had she had a little afro. <laughs> and, but, and, I, and she knew from the jump that they didn't do it. But oh, yeah. instead of you, you know, making somebody actually do their job, you decided to just go with the flow to get this conviction on these little boys that had nothing to do with this case. Uh-huh. She didn't even want to take the case at first. Right, but but and you should have went with your gut and not do it. Exactly. That that right there is morals. And you put this, put aside your morals for say so of what the media gonna say and do no do the right thing and that's why that everything comes to light yeah mm-hmm. that, that came to light that's why no matter how long it took mm-hmm. yep I definitely agree now you just lost your job you end up having to resign because now the students hate you. Uh-huh. Well, it was also brought up that like six years ago, they, the black Columbia law students, I guess like a chapter, they tried to have her resign. Like they brought it up like six years ago, but all Columbia law school did was just remove that case from her bio on the school's website. So they have attempted to remove her. But of course, after this movie, like it gives somebody, everyone a visual of seeing like, man, now they the really robbed those kids from a childhood. Like mm-hmm. they had to come out registered as a sex offender. Couldn't mm-hmm. find a job. Mm-hmm. And then the murder, they said, like, the, somebody did a great, like, quote saying, like, the murder had more compassion than the actual legal system. Because the murder's the one that confessed 
Exactly. Hey, I'm the one who actually did it. And I've done multiple rapes and stuff. Like mm-hmm. Exactly. All because he's seen he's seen how the boy was getting treated in the jail, like Oh yeah. For something that he no he didn't even do and he's like, shit, he's getting this punishment that I probably would have gotten because He did fourteen years. Yep. And he said he would not admit to that crime. And I, oh, hearing and, the, sister, the story about his sister, that kind of hurt me, too. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I, I felt how that guard was with him. Because y'all already oh, know. Oh, yeah. With me, that, that, that hit home. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I didn't like the black guard that was uh, trying no, to. No. <sighs> but that last guard, like, was really, like. <sighs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that that hit home. I I felt I felt every part of that one. They need I, to find I, him. Cause it it happens. It it really do happen. And what, you, you what, can't help but have sympathy for some of them, huh? Go into detail about. It. I haven't seen it. So when he when Corey first, he was the one who got sent to um what you call it adult prison. Mm-hmm. So he he. The other one, the rest of them went to juvie. He went to adult. He was sixteen. The first correctional officer, ooh, they he did him dirty. You know, got, got his ass whooped and everything. Yeah, had to give him like food. And then, wasn't the second one was we got introduced to the yeah. good one because and um, he basically he went Corey went to solid um, the chaplain. Yeah, so he was like um away with what's it called? Away from Rogers. Like, when you're by yourself, it, it's um solitary confinement. Yeah, solitary confinement. Isolation. And, yeah, so he was by himself, and it was that one CO that, you know, of course, gave him his food, but he actually cared for him, like, when um, Corey wanted some, like, the little plant, the Chia Pet, he went out his way and got him a Chia Pet, got him some magazines to read, mm-hmm. got him his first job. Yeah, and in, then, the, in the prison, in the prison, so he can, you know, bypass his time. It, it wasn't, that, that job wasn't his first job, because it started where he found him where he got his ass whooped by the uh, oh yeah in the laundry room um prisoners in the laundry room and they beat the shit out of him dog shit out of him the, mm-hmm. and the, the guard found him they and he had to put him in isolation so that he don't so it doesn't happen again it wasn't for his punishment or nothing like that yeah he also isolated him to save him because okay. he did tell and he he was like you know if i say anything they're going to kill me mm-hmm. because yeah. they were they were the nazi um, so when that happened, he, you know, he, he just looked out for him while he was down in isolation mm-hmm. and, uh, finally he was like, look, I got to get you out of here. Um, and he got him another job, uh, in the prison where he could keep an eye on him. So nothing else would yeah. happen to him. Um, but that guard really, really did look out for him. Then, uh, the next sad part was when he was like, Hey, I want to get a transfer so he can move closer to his mom, like to his, like, get um, like a closer facility, and the guy, the guard was like, "Hey, you have a possibility that they can actually move you farther away." Yeah. And he was like, "You know, I used up all my bad luck, and what happened? He got moved to a farther facility." No, I think the the, the facility was closer, but I thought it went farther. I don't think it got it went farther. I think he, got, he actually got closer to it. It wasn't that much much closer, but he got closer. But the the bad the the other part of it was the guard was shitty. Yeah. Like, he set his ass the fuck up. Like, he set him up to get his ass uh, shanked and all that in that in that uh, jail. Well, the guard that was at the other prison ended up transferring over there to them. 
um, as well later on in the um, in the episode. But but yeah, he he went through high hell and high waters. He he almost lost his life a few times. Yeah, uh, in prison. And him having that um, disability also yeah. kind of held him back as well. What's but crazy to me is that this actually kind of connects. I don't know if y'all watch How to Get Away with Murder, but yes. and at least she went to the Supreme Court with the bill to fight, you know, for reformation of wrongly convicted people, especially mm-hmm. the black community. And so it just it really when I heard about this, I, I automatically went to that back to that on TV show, and I was like, this is real life. And yeah. I wonder if someone would take Annalise's character actually trying to fight for a bill to kind of retrial all those wrongly convicted people, especially in the black community that's in the um, judicial system. Yeah, I feel there's are people out there already doing like pro bono work, working like to overturn wrongful for convictions. Yeah. Who is just, you know, the system is just jacked up. Kardashian by herself, she's doing that. You know what I'm saying? She's working with lawyers to, to get wrongly convicted people out. I mean... She doing her part. <laughs> she doing her part. <laughs> yeah, like when I was in school, we had a class called Wrongful Convictions where like the students, so the students will work on a case and try to help like the lawyers try okay. to overturn it. So it is just very hard and so many of them out. It's just, unfortunately, there are people. That's why it also brings up like the death penalty. Mm-hmm. It's like, yes, yeah, some crimes may cause that, but it's also that small percentage of what if that person actually didn't do it? Mm. So you look like Emmett Till. Mm. And it's just like... Mm-hmm. Mm. But yeah, overall, I love the docuseries. I can definitely see this being played in so many criminal justice classes. Yes. Well put together, the cast did it. All the cast members did amazing. And I hope they get Emmys. You know, yes. some, some uh, lawyers or some professors, you know... Some of them are piece of shit, trash. Yeah. Mm. Donald Trump, you know. So they're not going to put it in their classrooms or let them watch oh, it. Oh, yeah. But you know, most of the t- uh, students that have some professors like those, you know they're going to voice about it and talk about it, and they're mm. going to actually remove that professor from their uh, institution. And that's that what makes me so proud, like, of being a black woman, being black, period, is... Uh, now, with these new generations, they are now standing up, you know, to these individuals that decide they want to still try to voice their uh, racist opinions onto us and think that we're just supposed to sit down and take it. And it's a lot of kids and students that don't give a fuck. <laughs> it's like, just try me if you want to. <laughs> this ain't yeah. the that's going to pop your ass, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm proud. I like to see it. I love seeing it. I love seeing it. Um, another show on Netflix that I found really interesting was season two. She got to have it. Have y'all seen it? Yes, oh, I yeah. seen it. I'm yeah, just... sorry. Yeah, how y'all feel about that? Because at the end of the season, spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't seen it, but she created a um a piece to where she was reflecting her own black experience as a female, a black female in America, mm-hmm. um, in a form of a lynching by her own hair. So it's kind of like a a racial injustice suicide. How did y'all feel about that piece? I'm still. 
I'm still puzzled. I don't know what to say. Yeah, I'm I'm with you, Dorian. Like, and I'm black, so it's like, yeah, I don't I don't know. I I I try to figure out what she's trying to um, portray in that piece. Yeah, say what you say what you feel. What did that convey to you? More so, us being black in America, mm-hmm. we're only looking at for our body mm-hmm. and our hair. Nothing. Uh, they don't look to us as to what comes out of our mouth, what you know, the intellectual that we say. If we don't have have the body type for you, or um, you know, the hairstyles that we're supposed to technically as black females supposed to have, uh, then it don't work out. Like we're we're not fit in society more so more say. But um, I'm still I think about it. I I don't know exactly what she was trying to portray. With it, you know, with being naked and mm-hmm. and all that good stuff, but you know, it, it was a nice piece. It was a nice drawing. I can say that. <laughs> My opinion, I had like I watched it twice just so I could like a good understanding of how I felt about it. For me, I kind of had it broken down into elements. I think her being naked represented like the bare naked truth. Like this is me coming to you unfiltered, mm-hmm. you know, what I'm saying unsensitized. This is just me just being authentic and raw. So I think the nakedness just represented like, this is how I feel and it's untainted. I think her hanging herself or her own hair was a representation of her saying that originally it was America history and we were being hung physically. But I think now in a more symbolic way, we're kind of hanging ourselves. Yeah. But I couldn't, okay. I couldn't get to a conclusion of how we're hanging ourselves. It's just her hanging herself by her own hair. Because usually when you see pictures like that, it usually be like some type of like yarn or string or it be some type of like mm-hmm. existential force. But she's hanging herself by her own braids. So it's like, it's an extension of herself. Hmm. It's an extension of herself. So how is she hanging herself? How is she killing herself in a country that's already have a history of killing us it's it goes back to um i feel where with gangs and stuff we already got people against us you know what i'm saying uh judicial system against us uh racist people against us um people look down upon us but yet again in our own community we're still killing and shooting our, shooting each other instead right. of working together we're still working against each other selling drugs to our own kind doing you know Hmm. You know, some so, people are just loving it. Oops. Some uh-huh. people are just loving it that, you know, our own kind is just uh-huh. killing each other. Yeah, of course they are. Because they, they feel that we're getting rid of we're getting rid of um of us ourselves. They don't gotta do that much work. Yeah. Or that they do have to do, they get pissed off about it. <laughs> you know, so- Leading up to that episode, was this I kind of fell off at the end of the series. So when she had the exhibit about Puerto Rico, and it was that guy who came with like the scarf on. Did the painting come up after that? Like the guy who was saying, you know, take this stuff down. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. maybe the hair signifies like black identity, mm-hmm. and about since that was something significant to her, her hair. So maybe that just signifies that how others try to use our own identity to try to take us or try to kill us. 
because the guy was basically saying like the Puerto Rico, you know, if Puerto Rico is very diverse in blackness and how he was basically trying to like take it down, destroy it. So maybe the hair signifies like some type of identity. Okay. How they're using like identity to kind of crucify us. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's very deep. I wouldn't mind getting the painting. Yeah. But the whole season kind of, I'm not going to lie to you, was a little disappointing. Yeah, the first season was definitely, definitely the popping one. Yeah. It definitely was popping. Well, now, she started off with the season. I was like, yes. I said, okay, <laughs> this one is going to be good. I said, okay, I see you. But, um, <laughs> I personally like season two. Season one was more about her exploring her sexual identity. She was trying to not be defined by any ridges and be as fluid as possible. She she wanted to be promiscuous and she wanted to venture off in anything she wanted to do. I feel like season two was more so of her finding herself and coming back to her art. I feel like she got lost in trying to be this free sexual being, this succubus. <laughs> and season two was more so more focused on the art. I, I feel like I feel like I enjoyed it. I didn't I don't think it was a disappointment. I enjoyed the art part. Um it wasn't a lot of uh exciting, I guess, scenes that like this first season had for me. I think mm-hmm. they put a little bit more into it than it it definitely would have popped out a little bit more. Now I I'm not saying that I hated it now, but uh, it didn't do it for me like it did the first season. Yeah. Like I still enjoyed it. <laughs> 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 I I still enjoy it, especially the last of the last like two or three episodes when um with the whole paintings. I'm glad everything worked out for her. Yeah, it went well, and everything like she was struggling that. season one. Oh, she was struggling. Was still struggling she, season two. In the beginning, here she was she was struggling, <laughs> <laughs> and she was yeah. friends, you know, because of this painting too. So. Everybody had their opinion about it and felt hurt. Some were really distraught by that painting, but if you were that distraught by the painting, that's what it was supposed to do. Yep, it was supposed to ignite a conversation. That's supposed, yes, that that the conversation that needed to be had, either mm-hmm. in your household or with your significant other or friend. You know, hey, tell them how you feel about it, but it's that something that needs to be brought to light. That painting is some serious stuff. It was, it was something crazy. And I feel the the men when they went in to go look at it, they didn't they didn't um really understand it. All they saw was a naked body. Naked right. body and getting hung. Yeah, they 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 turned it sexual. Oh. I saw the men turn it sexual while the females are coming out very distraught. Hmm. So that's why I feel that it was more so for the black female. Mm. And all, yes, uh, hmm. you know, black in general. That's interesting I think point. For the black females, on how we, you know, can destroy our own selves, can kill our own selves, um, and are in the society. Because the men were quite happy when they walked out. <laughs> if you notice, they were they were grinning from ear to ear, like, "Ooh, what kind of <laughs> is she into?" Because they all, you know, she's real sexual. But the, I don't feel the painting was nothing sexual about it. Not one female in there came out was like, oh, that, you know, yeah, she might have been naked, but that they, the men didn't see past the nakedness. Hmm. They didn't see past a rope hanging, you know, her being choked. 
You know, that's a good point. What is that? Oh, <laughs> uh, that's a good point. Like you hear now, you always hear like you know, black women are always the first to stay stand up for black men, and always be you know the forefront of black men's issues. But when it comes to black women issues, black men are nowhere really to be found. So to hear your point and see like looking at such a a very emotional picture with multiple meanings, and hearing you say that, yeah, that makes sense. How like the men's reaction is strictly looking at the body, yep. while okay. the women's actually looking at the pain. Yeah, the, the women felt the pain. The men felt like, oh, she <laughs> is freaky shit. You know, <laughs> like being she like being BDSM. Uh. <laughs> wow, the women <laughs> saw the pain and the men saw the pleasure. That's yeah, that's a yep. good note. But to lead off of that, let's go into our question of the day. Question of the day. Define an open relationship to you and by your definition after you define it, could you honestly do it? Let's kick it off to Robin first. Define an open relationship and could you honestly do it? It's because she's a whore. <laughs> Renee been MIA this whole time. Here she comes. I scream black. I thought the first thing open her mouth. You've been quiet as shit this whole goddamn day. Anyway. Right. And everybody that been attacking Suavio talking about I wasn't speaking enough. I want y'all to go right on Renee, okay? <laughs> Jump on her. Because y'all ain't hear her all this episode, okay? I just want to go ahead and shout that out. But go ahead, Robin. <laughs> okay. So, I'm very, uh... No, no, no. No, no. Yeah, no. <laughs> when it comes to like you know relationship styles, and I, I pretty much don't judge what people do or whatnot. Um, open relationship to me is you're committed to. I won't say commit. I guess it's the wrong word. You're with one person. Okay. But you, but you both um are very mutual agreement uh to see other people more so for sexual pleasure. Okay. Uh, and time if you're not if you don't have the time for other people, but in the end you know who to come back home to. You have your rules set, um, and how uh, it will work out. Which, however, it works out for both of you. Um, mm-hmm. Either you can go have sex with uh, Dick, John, and Harry, or Susie, Emily, and, and and Maria. And but your ass better be home at two o'clock a.m. so you can wake up in the morning to me, or you know, you both go out, do your own thing with other people. Uh, you decide you want to spend a night, make sure you have that phone call. There's rules that needs to be set in an open relationship. Okay. Um, that's what that's for me. Now, um, when it comes to me, though, can I do it? Yes and no. I think it depends on who it is. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, it depends on how I feel about that person I'm with. Mm-hmm. Um, and how? Cause I can. I am. I'm crazy. So mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> if I if I feel that I can't do an open relationship, I know I can't share you with nobody else because it's that good, and I don't need nobody else experiencing that. Cause I probably choke a bitch because they get out of hand. <laughs> and uh, no, it's probably not gonna work. But that, it is a discussion that needs to be had uh, from the beginning. Okay. Don't think that that 
an open relationship can work later on in a relationship that's always been monogamous. Um, now, I think you can do it vice versa. You can start open and then go monogamous okay. for people. But I don't think um, if you've always been monogamous and you try to do an open relationship, there's going to be jealousy. There's going to be um, uh, uh, envy uh, and attitudes and fights that's going to initially happen, uh, especially if someone's not used to it. Um, it's an experience, I can say that. Okay. Uh, for some people, it's going to be enjoyable. For some people, it's not going to work at all. But you got to know who you are as a person before you can um, go into something like that. Okay. All right, kick it off to CC. Go ahead. So basically what Robin said, definitely my definition will be a relationship with boundaries, communication. You both agree upon the extent of the open relationship. Maybe I see, could see some people doing it emotionally or sexually. If you're enough, like one person, like they cannot provide something for that individual. But at the same time, it's, a, it's at the same time, it's respectful mm-hmm. because the other person is aware of all the actions you're not being reckless, and it's honesty. Could I personally do it? No. And that's that. Okay. But why you said you couldn't personally do it? The whole... When I think of a relationship, I think of monogamous. Mm-hmm. Me and you. If you're not happy, go find somebody else. Oh, well, it's just a polyandry, having like three husbands, but then... <laughs> That's really not an open relationship because even within there's boundaries that you're with me, yeah. not with anybody else. So, well, question for you, CC, because society and because of the way we are naturally brought up to be more prone towards monogamy, like let's just erase all of that. Let's eradicate that from our brains right now because you haven't personally experienced an open relationship, but you're saying you cannot do it, you know, you haven't tried it yet. Does that bring any thoughts to mind? Or are you just saying no because that's not something you were raised to believe in? I wouldn't even say it's something I wasn't raised to believe in. It's just something I wouldn't want to do. Because I wouldn't want to share somebody with multiple people. Mm-hmm. And I just think of it's just you know, so, many, so many diseases going around here. Like, yes, you can be open. Yes, an open relationship. I'm pretty sure... I haven't been in one that there is a kind of maybe recruiting isn't the right term, but you know, you're aware of your partners, other partners. I'm pretty sure you will approve that person. They're not just going out, finding another partner. I'm pretty sure they got to bring it to you. You agree. Boom. It is what it is. Or some people's like, don't tell me I trust you, but I just feel like monogamous will work best for me. If not, cause like, are you really, I guess, I guess that's some muddy water. Like, are you truly in a relationship? If you're in an open relationship. Yeah, but those those are the big keywords right there that you said. Trust and communication. That right there is the only way that that can work in a relationship. And the we know only- men can't be trusted, so boom, that's that. Men cheat. <laughs> Black men don't cheat. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, kick it off to Jordan. What you, how you feel about that? Go ahead, man. What's your definition first? Open relationship. Yeah. Open ass woman. Oh. <laughs> Walk around and get smoked, nigga. Okay. Uh, I don't like it. Don't bring that up to me. Okay. Don't bring it up to me. Okay. Here's me in the back. 
Oh. First thing, first thing first is going to be my left foot towards the ass and then the right foot towards the face. Abuse. Oh. Uh, what you going to stand on then? Hmm? <laughs> what you going to stand on? <laughs> if one in the ass and one to the face, what you standing on? <laughs> I hate doing handstands. I hate <laughs> <laughs> nah, I just, just nah, I don't like it. Never did of relationships. Uh um well my past 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 relationships, oh my gosh, I just ugh. just didn't like them. They, you know, the girls always bring up, well, you know, um you know, we've been together for how long? A month. Yeah, you know, uh, I've been thinking about, you know, uh, trying to do open relationship. Open what? No, I'm mm. You don't like it? You know, we could discuss it. No, it's no discussion. I don't like it. Period. All right, kick it out to Renee. Don't bullshit either, My please. My bad. <laughs> what do you mean, though? What do you mean? Paragraphs. I need at least two paragraphs. Don't bullshit <laughs> Don't bullshit me. Go ahead. I mean, at this point, everybody said all the key points that I that I've been thinking about. So okay, okay. So first, let's start off with the definition. Okay. To me, open relationship. To me, it's basically when two people cannot find everything that they want out of that one person, so they have to branch out. Okay. So in my case, would I be able to do it? No. Because one, if I can't find everything or at least majority of what I find in that one person, there's no point for us being together. Okay. And me, I'm not organized. I'm not an organized bitch, okay? I can't be juggling four or five niggas just to find a complete 100. I, I can't do that. <laughs> so I feel like if you find me lacking, let me go. Let me find somebody that will find me up to par. Okay. And it's not because... I grew up with thinking of, okay, you can only have one person in your whole entire life. Mm-hmm. It's because I just know me personally. If I put my whole heart into something, I don't want your attention on somebody else. All right. Understandable. Understandable. I'll kick it all back to me. Um, well, I'm a first oh, off fan. Let Chris hear this. Oh, God. <laughs> first, let's start off by saying this. Um, just for me, just doing like just random research, like, you know, through social media, talking to different people, coworkers, friends. It seems like a lot of people in um, the millennial generation are running off of temporary relationships. They're not really fighting for that long term. And <laughs> they're not really um fighting for that long term. So it's like relationships do not make it past that one year, two year, like the marriages are not flourishing and it seems to be a reoccurring theme, cheating. People are cheating because they have so much access, quick access to all this other things, other things, other people, people signing in the DMs, you know, Facebook DMs, text messages, you know, phones got like facial recognition locks now, like you can, your privacy level has elevated. So it's easy for you to sneak around. So it just is really interesting for people who claim they want monogamous relationships, but then you're so susceptible to reach out into those other avenues to communicate with other people behind your partner's back. 
A lot of people claim they want monogamy, they want monogamy, they want monogamy, but your actions say otherwise. Because no one, I mean, even me personally, I, I haven't cheated on anyone, but because of people, the influx of attention I get, I can't just open up my phone and just be like, hey, here you go, you can have my phone for the day. And I haven't talked to anyone out of the... 20 people I've talked to that's in relationships have like if could you give your partner your phone for the day like could you honestly give your partner your phone for the whole entire day and your relationship would thrive I could because I don't be doing shit (laughs) I I couldn't because I'm my group chats with my friends maybe that should have been the question of the day like could you give your partner your phone for the day but my it's definition. Even with females, it ain't because we talking to other niggas. It's because we be talking straight shit. Exactly. <laughs> 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 we be talking That's straight my... cash call shit when you piss us off. <laughs> <laughs> so, because if our friend texts, oh, what that bitch ass nigga do with that? <laughs> but to say all of that, though, let me answer the question first before we go run it off. Um. <laughs> Definition of open relationship. Um, yes, it has to be two consensual adults sitting down making a set of rules. Um, it doesn't necessarily have to be sexual. It could be because of the time that you that we cannot allot to each other. I may want to spend quality time with someone else because even me, I'm not really a big sexual person. I don't I don't have to have sex every other day. And so open relationship could just be I just need company. You know, that's going back to our first episode. Quality time is one of one of the love languages. And that's really some people really need that. Really need that. Like some people really don't even crave sex. They just crave that presence. You know what I'm saying? They just crave that 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 presence of another person being there. And so that's that's my definition of open relationship. It doesn't necessarily have to be sex, it's just the presence of someone else. And if that can be agreed upon both sides, that can be agreed. Could I personally be in it? I, it's a yes and a no. It's a yes because I'm a Pisces and I'm always willing to try new things and I love new experiences. It's a no because currently I'm not doing that in my relationship. So, I don't know. Bet not. Crick gonna kick your ass. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, but yeah, actually, yeah, let's do a little quick spin-off. Could you give your partner your phone for the day? <laughs> yeah, after I deleted a couple of things. <laughs> Definitely have to go to my phone first. <laughs> um, I do the day right now, but you know, I got a group chat. I got my brother's group chat. We talk about mm. everything you shouldn't the- be talking about. Right, <laughs> that is true. I mean, at this point, I would have to delete probably two of the main group chats. Yeah. Damn. I, I don't mess around and call somebody right ass. <laughs> <He's> so, <laughs> he cheap. <laughs> oh, I mean, but Robin, though, y'all really be going that hard that you can't give your dude your phone for the day? He can't. You but, can't oh, I'm going the fuck in on you. And <laughs> you tell me. I said, y'all can't believe what this motherfucking nigga did to me. <laughs> he, I said, I'm going to be his motherfucking ass. So I'd be going fuck in. <laughs> I can't. Nah, it'll be that. I try not to disrespect my niggas, but try. Uh. But also, I right, niggas, y'all are very uh, 
what I have to say. Y'all are very uh, <laughs> trying to find a good word. Emotional. Y'all, okay. y'all don't know how to handle y'all feelings very well. So I can. I don't have to be doing anything for y'all to get pissed off. If y'all just see a dude in my inbox trying to holler, y'all snap off just like that. Oh, you fucking around me? This not whatever. Like that has happened to me multiple times, and it's like I didn't even respond back mm-hmm. to neither or entertain him. What are you upset for? So if I was to give my phone to my significant other who acted like that, oh, all hell will break loose. So I, I don't like problems. <laughs> so I try to defer from that. So we just not gonna do that. If I want to give <laughs> your phone, baby, I'm gonna do it right in front of you, and we are gonna discuss what we, what I see right then and there. Okay. You know. Okay, stop lying, Robin. You be out there searching for something, and then you be boohooing when you actually find it. You can't be all super pro black woman, nah, bruh. Settle down, little pop. We're going to talk about it. I said, how are we going to talk about it? But we're going to talk about it. Not the edited oh. version. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to be politically correct. Get out my face. Okay, so if you're going to get this one too, a bat across your chest, what's good? <laughs> so you want to entertain this bitch? Let me entertain you right quick. Well, then, Cece, could you give your phone for the day? Oh, they said oh, somebody else. <laughs> uh, yeah. With some stipulations, some edits. What stipulation? Like, you know, deleting threads, okay. deleting... Instagram, you know, because you also might send something to somebody like, oh, isn't he fine? Not like you're trying to go after him, mm, but it, <laughs> it might be taken in the wrong way. But I could. After, you know, give me a 24-hour heads up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not a prep. He's no. like what Robin said, like somebody might reach out to you. It can be just on friendly tip. Okay. But I could. I'm not scared. Renee. Renee. Could you give your phone for the day to your partner? Yeah, I told y'all, I don't do shit. Like I said, mm-hmm. I mean, if you, the only thing you probably gonna get offended is because of the group chats when they're talking dog trash about you. But other than that, I mean. <laughs> and you're not defending uh, Emails him. coming in frequently. I don't uh, know. Bro, oh my God. <laughs> <Yeah>, Yahoo. <laughs> <laughs> Might be a nigga name Forever 21. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Which you no, see no, is they, be, they gonna be Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> Why Buffalo Wild Wings takes me at 12 o'clock in the night? Keep hot it up, deals. Chuckles. Hot deals? It's 2 in the morning. What do you mean, hot deals? Keep it up, Chuckles. Like I said, I'm very transparent. What you see is what you get. If you look for something, I hope you find it so I can curse you out. What? So, what? Wait, what? You send people up to Wait, find stuff so you can curse them out? Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Explain how that works. I'm one of those people, if you're trying to look for something, I'm going to give you some examples and then I'm going to play you. So we, we, we're not even trying to go on that, on that topic. So like I was saying, I could give my phone and have a reassurance that you're not going to find nothing. But yeah, anyway, let's skip on because, uh, who we've been talking about this forever. Um, Robin, your advice letters. Damn, ho, you ain't have it up. (laughs) (laughs) I was done talking. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right all right all right y'all ready we just got a letter we just got a letter wonder who it's from Bingo. we just got a letter we just got a letter 
all right for this advice letter. Um, we'll call her uh, Tiffany. All right. So Tiffany says, how old are you and your loved one? What is the age difference between the two of you? Is 30 years apart too old or is 26 with a 60 year old too much? Now, keep in mind, this guy found me, not the other way around. And he's a true gentleman so far. He wants to meet up soon and I w- would really like to, h- to meet him. Maybe a barbecue with the parents. LOL. They told me to go for it. Jokingly, of course. I don't know how they would uh, truly take this. Please, advice. But she said ladies, but guys, since y'all are here today, we'll... Uh... Oh, no, no. She said ladies, so... No, 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 and we need no two pieces. Wait, don't be a lazy bastard. What was the age? The age difference. Um, she didn't really say her age difference, but... Well, no, she did. It's 30 years, it's 30 years apart, too old. It's 26 with a 30 with a 60 year old. Too much. Oh, okay. For some reason, I thought you said 16 with something. I'm like, well, hold so up. I'm assuming she's 26. He's 60. Um, okay. Pursued her. It's um, too damn old. It depends. Well, it depends. Like where you see yourself in the future. That's like, your brother. That is borderlining no, on sugar baby. I feel like okay. It depends. Like it depends on what you see yourself in the future. Some people don't want to have kids, so maybe they just want a travel partner. And so you know what? Some sixty-year-olds get around like they're forty. That sounds like an open relationship. Yeah. So it's like if you don't see like kids in your future, then you just want to. You guys are really compatible. Then I don't see the problem with it. So what's your age difference then that you would go? Not thirty. But I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm just saying because I want kids in the future. So me dating somebody 30 years older than me wouldn't make, it could happen, but I want to raise my children with my man. Having someone at 60, let's, if we do the math, you know, yeah. Woo, kids. You know. <laughs> if he gets it, oh, we'll be lucky. Yeah. Like he going to be knocking the door soon. Like <laughs> come out screaming grandpa. That's your daddy. <laughs> Yeah, and at that age, does he even want to have kids? So you have to be like, you have to just link in the long run. If you just want somebody to travel with, have a good time with, you guys enjoy each other's conversation company, then I don't see what the problem is. Because there's some people who do not desire to have kids. That's the only thing I can think of. Of course, there is the chance that as with age, you know, with life, death comes. So with that age difference, yeah, but honestly, you 26, you grown. Now, if you're like 18 dating somebody who's 60, I'm like, mm, he must be rich. I mean, 26, I'm still looking at it like that, too. Um, I agree with you. It depends on what you're looking for in this relationship. If you're just trying to like have fun, have find a dude to spend money on you, then sure. But as far as if you're trying to settle down, have kids, have a family, baby, that's too old. I'm sorry. I just yeah. <laughs> I, I, that my limit is ten. I, I can't go over ten years. You're older than me. Mm. I, I can. Don't get me wrong. I, I can go over, but I prefer yeah. not. Um, thirty years though. Ooh. Mm. I'm just trying to figure out how he even found you. <laughs> Instagram sugarbabies.com and blowthedust.com so imagine it being like a guy like a guy dating a lady that's 660 that's still 
I don't. Oh God, I feel, <laughs> I feel like they're using each other. Like, yeah. I mean, I guess in a relationship they you kind of technically are, and maybe that's what it is. They it's both. Robin. <laughs> what? <laughs> Brave Robin, that's what it is. <laughs> she trying to get that insurance check. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> saying it, um, you know. Oh, and keep in mind, he found me, um, and he's a true gentleman so far. Okay, so you, you, I will hope so. It, for me, it looks like you already had this conversation. Yeah, years of practice. <laughs> <laughs> y'all already been talking so it's like you asking this question it's kind of like you kind of already made up your mind so you're gonna do what you want to do you know what i'm saying that you only could pretty much decide what you can handle with what you want you know how you want this to play out but she just wanted a validation to make sure that she's not messing up tiffany do you girl but me don't give a fuck about what nobody else thinks but um that ain't for me <laughs> i don't tiffany. i don't really care about Stop it. Stop playing and go ahead and set that man up with your grandma. Yeah. Let let that go. I'm sorry. I'm not here for it. Let it go. Let it, let it go. Go find someone <laughs> your age. Let it go. Yeah. Four I, or five years max. How, how old? Four or five years older should be her max. Like, well, if you're 26, max. don't go over like 30, 33. Wait, Why? but hold on though. Why is it less than 10 though? Yeah. Yeah. Why? So you, you Why ten years? It's a whole decade. You're trying to, but I'm saying that we're trying to widen her pool. Four to five years is not really widening. That's high That's school. Awesome. Like it's freshman senior. Dec- <laughs> exactly. A so whole decade apart. When, yes. Being reason being is because how they always say women mature more faster than men. So ten years. That's pretty much matching up the maturity level for a majority for ninety percent of the females because some of them ain't there yet. We get that. <laughs> but 10 years I feel matches up the maturity level of who what they want to do by then majority of the men also know what they want by by that age as well so, 26, 27, 28 us females we're ready to settle down we're trying to have kids everything our biological clock is ticking right we don't have that much longer to go <laughs> and growing up majority of females want to have kids by 30 Whoa, hold up. <laughs> <laughs> I mm. so I'm like, you're not giving yourself enough credit, though, because you got people like Janet. She just had her baby when she was like in her 40s. But Janet got money. Right. She yeah. probably paid for that to happen, too. But it's so many ways that like, you can like freeze your eggs. You can. Right. But who got money for that? You are talking about money. You talking about freezing eggs. You know how much that costs? Do you know mm-hmm. how much it Thousands. costs to get that junk pulled out of you? That junk hurts. That, mm. it, that, that, that junk is not comfortable. But, a friend of mine just got that done. It's not comfortable. She was in pain. She had There's medication that, that uh, takes place with all that. Um, mm. the, the procedure, you know, takes you out of work. Mm-hmm. I, it's like you going through a whole pregnancy. You might as well get damn pregnant. Get, just get it over with. Kids ain't cheap, though. I ain't rushing that. And then when you do a procedure like that, that costs way more than just a regular... Having sex, get pregnant, and having delivery. Because that right there is about 20 grand. Yeah. That's why you need a man 10 years older. With he a nice savings account. We use his insurance because he paid more on it than I did. Yeah, speaking of it, she's smart. Think about it. 60, he got my social security coming in. 
You'll be like, nah, Oprah? Nah, I'll be like, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> I need my school. I'm on the Angel Network. <laughs> Look, if Oprah hit me up and she asking for some sugar, <laughs> I'm going to give her a little bag of sugar. <laughs> brown sugar. Not, I'm not I'm talking about actual brown sugar. I'm not going to give her my sugar. And Oprah about 30 years older than y'all. Look, if she says, look, I just want to spend some money on somebody, um, I'm not going to hold that to you, but um, if you want to do it, I, go ahead. I need my student loans paid off. I need a new car. Need... <laughs> Everything. I need my car. I need the insurance to be $45 a month. Well, I'm not going to be looking for validation for that, though, because I, I'm going to know my reasons. Like, if you, like I said before, if you if you doing it just to travel... And exploit this old man. Nobody said exploit. He <laughs> <laughs> had me with travel. Ain't nobody exploit. Damn, he went straight to the life of crime. Right. He didn't even give he us a chance. They're my twins. Like, <laughs> does Oprah have kids? Nah, me. <laughs> she just don't know. Where all her money gonna go to when she? Uh, when we she... are the kids of God. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Me, she just don't um, know. Haven't set up to go to foundations and uh, charities that she that yeah. she don't. Well, I heard that for her, her niggas, huh? She has um, she considers like the girls in Africa who she like sends to school, like her daughters. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so she might split it between them. Yeah. And Gail, Gail's children, like probably her goddaughters. Yeah. I just, my school loans paid off. I really do. I'm suffering. <laughs> over here, up to my neck. I'm like, uh, you're gonna be disappointed with Oprah. You <laughs> don't pay nothing. Yeah, she gonna be like, "Well, big fella, I'm sorry, I can't let you do that." Oh my god! Uh, now unless you give me a little sugar, look, you gonna have to talk to somebody else about that. Oh yeah, what you say now? <laughs> look, damn man, I. <laughs> <laughs> guys don't forget to follow on follow us on instagram at keeping it underscore major our email or comments uh send any advice that is that you have at keeping it major at gmail.com that's keeping it major with the the e's are threes (laughs) (laughs) also you can subscribe to us on itunes spotify and soundcloud at keeping it major also if you want to follow us individually on instagram you have suavio at suavio that's s-u-a-v-i-o Ruben, you couldn't be here today with us at Curly Hair Millionaire. Me, you can follow me at Shorty Too Sweet underscore. And you got Jordan at J underscore Harrison 20 and Cece at Carlene G. And Renee at That Damn Abney. All right, we'll see y'all next week. All right, bye. See ya. Peace. Oh!